Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. What's up, everyone? Welcome back. I'm Scott Seidenberg, joined as always by legendary handicapper Brandon Lang. I know it's been a while, but we wanted to get back with you because we're going to get back to doing this podcast a little more frequently than we have in the past. Of course, the big topic of discussion this week is the NFL draft. So let's talk about the NFL draft. And last year, the draft was the most wagered on draft in history. And that had a lot to do with the COVID stoppage of sports. And it had a lot to do with the legalization of sports betting around the country. So I'm sure a lot of people are going to be anxious and excited to bet on, especially the first round of the draft coming up this Thursday. And before we get into anything, here's just a quick word from our sponsor, Bet Online, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Bet Online has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head to the website, betonline.ag, right now, or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. Without further ado, let's bring in my co-host, B. Lang. Brandon, I know it's been a while. We took a little time off, but we are back for the people before we get into the draft, let's catch everyone up on what's been going on the past couple of weeks. Yeah, we had a pretty good March Madness, and then um, and then I kind of left the NBA alone for a while, and then kind of jumped back to it after a couple of baseball losses, and then just came off probably one of the best winning streaks I've had in 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 years. I just reeled off uh, ten straight winning days, ten straight winners, seven straight in the NBA, three straight in baseball, um, and then last night, you know the the Knicks were really good to me in this run. I had them, uh, you know, big big play for me again. Right now is is seventy five dimers or hundred dimers, and I had a seventy five dime winner with them over the Pelicans, where Bullock hits the big three in the corner to force OT, and they blow them out in OT. Uh, came back with a big monster hundred dimer when they beat the Hawks. Trey Young went out in the third quarter. I probably don't win that one. Um, I came back with them with the Pistons minus five. You know, they they won by I think twelve one hundred two ninety. And then I came with them on Saturday over the Raptors as another hundred dimer. And so last night we were going for NBA winner number eight in a row, overall winning winning day, winner number eleven in a row. Just an incredible streak. It's like, and then I, I rode the Knicks over Phoenix. They were right there. That you know, then Chris Paul's hitting just ungodly shots. Less than a minute to go. Um, at the end of the day, Julius Randle just wasn't Julius Randle. If, if people have been paying attention to this Knicks team and this. This run, they had won nine in a row. They had covered 13 in a row going into last night. I, I had been riding them. Randall's got to get at least 30 for them to be successful. He had a really bad game, 18, and, and, and Phoenix got him. And so the day after, it's just like, bro, when you're on a winning, when you're Brandon Lang and you're on, on this kind of winning streak, 10 straight winning days, bro, it's like being in a hotel room in Vegas and, and three of the hottest porn stars you've ever seen. And they're bringing the blow and the toys and the, it's just, it's everything. It's 10 days of just Nirvana. It's 10 days of just, just a It's just 10 days of carnage. It's 10 days of being the greatest. And then, you know, they, they woke up and they took all the blow and they got in their benzes and they drove back to LA and I'm alone in a hotel room. That's the come down, bro. It's mm-hmm. like, you know, you win 10 straight days and you lose that 11th in a row, it's, where's the blow? Where's the porn stars? Wow. I'm a superstar, bro. Huh? 
you know, and a business predicated on what have you done for me lately. Nobody remembers the 10 winners. Everybody just goes, you lost last night. You're you a nobody now. Exactly. You're a nobody. <laughs> yes. You're a loser alone in your hotel room. Oh, and Brianna stuck, Banks. And you're stuck with the bill. Come back, Jenna. Come back. Come back. Lisa Ann, come back. We'll talk fantasy football. Come on. Bring the blow, the E. Put on the trance music. Let's go, baby. All right. So we got to start new. So that's it. Um, excited about the draft. I think there's some, some, I think we're going to see some great kids that make an impact in the NFL. I really do. And, and, uh, you know, baseball, baseball has been really, really good to me so far this year. I like what I'm seeing from, from some pitchers. So I, I think, you know, listen, as far as going into the summer NBA playoffs, I think are going to be exciting. Lakers got to get healthy. I'm, a- I'm anxious to see Durant, Harden and, and Irv, you know, you know, Calarina playing together and see how far they can go. And, and then the next, they, they made me a lot of money the last couple of weeks and, and I'm anxious to see them get in the playoffs as well. So, but I think this podcast more than anything else, we can, we can dive into the NFL NFL draft and and um, your thoughts and my thoughts about what what we're seeing across the board, mainly in the first round, and then some sleepers. Yeah, I think what we saw last year, Brandon, was that the NFL draft was the highest wagered on NFL draft in history, and a lot of it had to do with COVID because there really wasn't any sports going on. We had just started the break of sports and. The draft was really the only thing to bet on, but it was also, you know, legalization of sports betting across the country and people were dipping their toes in and it was just the perfect storm that led to it becoming the highest wagered on NFL draft ever. I think this year those numbers will get exceeded. And there's a lot of interesting spots. I know everybody wants to focus on the third overall pick in the draft, which I do believe is going to be Mac Jones, and the odds have supported that as he is now a minus 250 favorite if you're looking at the boards. But I think the real intriguing bets come to who's going to be taken after him, right? Atlanta's the interesting team at four because they can trade out of it. The Bengals I don't think are going anywhere at five. My favorite pick of this draft, Brandon, is Jamar Chase under five and a half because he's not getting past the Cincinnati Bengals at five. I can promise you that. And it's only minus 160 right now. I think I'm taking that to the bank. I like that. I like that a lot. Um, big fan of his work and with, with Burroughs. And, and, but I am a little nervous from the standpoint that Cincinnati better focus in on some offensive linemen. They, they they better focus in on protecting Joe Burrows because what what I don't think people realize is even before he got hurt, he was getting beat up. He was he was getting hit a lot. And if you don't protect your franchise quarterback, I, I know you want to take Jamar Chase, but they better plan on taking some offensive linemen down the road. For me, I, I get the hype. I, I get the hype about Trey Lance. I do, but I don't care who you are. I know Carson Wentz was off to an MVP year when he finally got hurt against the Rams. A lot of people said he was going to be the MVP that year, and he just hasn't been able to recapture it, and I get it. I, I think him going to Indianapolis, and I think hooking back up with Frank Reich, I think he's going to be successful. I, I think he's going to have a good, solid career. I think Frank Reich's going to do wonders with him, much the way he did when he was his offensive coordinator, when he was playing out of his mind before he got injured in Philadelphia. But with that being said, Listen, I know Trey Lance is a great talent. And I know Mel Kuyper's got the lines projected to take him at seven. 
but I think any team that takes that kid in the first round is making a huge mistake. I have in the past called for Blaine Gabbert, who I believe the Jags took out 11 that year. I went on, on, on record saying that was going to be a bust. And it was, um, Trey Lance is a tremendous talent. Um, you look at some of these Ohio State quarterbacks, Scott, that have had ungodly careers at quarterback who could not make it in the NFL um, for whatever reason. Um, Cardell Jones is struggling. Um, the other kid that Troy slipped Smith my mind. Heisman. Troy, Troy Smith won a Heisman. Uh, these, these Ohio State quarterbacks have struggled. You're telling me that you're going to take a kid in Trey Lance who, who all the big schools said – yeah, come play DB, come play linebacker. We're not going to recruit you. Play quarterback. Minnesota, uh, PJ Flex said, "I can't, I can't give you quarterback spot. I, I want you to play DB." Whatever the case may be, to use a a high draft pick on this kid when you really don't have enough tape on him, I think is a great mistake. And it wouldn't if Detroit does take him as Mel is is predicting at seven. Here they go again. The Ford family and the Detroit Lions, being from the Michigan area. They can do nothing, can do nothing right. And that would be a, a huge grave mistake for me. The steal in the draft, in my opinion. I love Zach Wilson at, at two. Um, he made me a, a boatload of money in their bowl game when they just destroyed UCF. Um, I think the second coming of Tom Brady is Mac Jones. I really do. I, he looks like him. He runs like him. He throws like him. If he took his shirt off, he probably looks just like Brady did at the combine. <laughs> um, they have the same body type. They're the same height. They're the, I mean, you're looking at potentially the same type of situation. No hype. Um, but to run that Alabama offense the way he did and to make the throws he did and have the pocket presence he did and to have the, 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 the mental makeup. I believe that's the first Alabama quarterback we're going to see. Listen, A.J. McCarron has done a great job, career backup. Uh, and I want to say I believe he's in Las Vegas now, maybe. Um, but no Alabama quarterback has really made an impact. To, uh, I'm, I'm still, again, not sold on him. Um, and I'll to be honest with you, and I, I want to know your thoughts. I'm not sold on Justin Fields. I'm sorry. I just... I'm not sold on him. I'm not. And and I think that people are putting the, again, another Ohio state quarterback, people are going crazy about. I, I think that's a, that's, I think, I think, I think the Cowboys taking Patrick Sertain the second, I think Patrick Sertain is going to get taken before that. Yes. hundred percent. Patrick Sertain is going to get taken. He's the first defensive player off the board. In my opinion. We'll get back into the show in just a minute, but support for our podcast is brought to you by Just Live, a trusted source for high-quality wellness CBD products created by athletes just for you. Look, I've had trouble sleeping before. In fact, it's been a big problem of mine, and I turned to CBD products, and it's helped me tremendously. That's why Just Live came out with their new CBD gummy line. They have six different flavors and functions, including sleep, that's what I do, energy, focus, immunity, calm, and vitamin C, plus their vegan and low sugar. Just Live was founded by professional athletes Clay Thompson, Alex Morgan, Travis Pastrana, and Paul Rodriguez because they wanted to create a CBD product that they could trust and could stand behind. If you need support with sleep, focus, energy, stress, or immune health, 
I highly recommend giving these a try. Right now, if you buy one of their new gummy products, you get one free. There are six different benefits to choose from, and instead of just choosing one, visit JustLive.com and use code SUPPORT to buy one, get one free. Buy one, get one free of the new gummies with code SUPPORT at JustLive.com. That's buy one, get one free at JustLive.com. Use code SUPPORT. I see, look, everyone wants to talk about the quarterbacks. I think that it's Mac Jones at three. You're right. And then the Trey Lance one is interesting to me because there's so much hype around him, but there's limited tape because he didn't play last year. And teams might be cautious. They might look at the the intangibles. I don't know. Justin Fields did look really good. It's interesting that Trey Lance is over under six and a half. Justin Fields is over under eight and a half. So the odds are saying that Trey Lance goes before. And I'll tell you what, all it takes is one team to to move up. And you could get all three of those quarterbacks taken before eight. Because to me, there's a big drop off from the top three quarterbacks to the next quarterback, which is probably Kellen Mond. Um, if it's not Kellen Mond, the next best quarterback might be, um, you know, throw, throw anybody you want in that mix, you know, uh, Kyle Trask from Florida, Davis Mills from Stanford is getting a lot of look. Uh, so those are the next three guys, but there's a significant drop off between, you know, Mac Jones, Justin Fields, Trey Lance, and then Davis Mills, Kyle Trask, Kellen Mond. And all it could take is one team just moving up thinking that they're not going to be able to get a guy like Lance or Fields where they're picking, and you could see five quarterbacks go in the top eight picks, Brandon. Yeah, which is, you know, basically unheard of. Um, but I'm not I'm not going to get off the, 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 the Trey Lance thing. I think, so I you think that's going to come. Over, over six and a half for Trey Lance, which is at plus money. Yeah, yeah, I do. I, I, I believe – the hype surrounding this kid, I just don't think you you take that chance. And then the steal in the draft, in my opinion, where he goes, I think he's going to have a Hall of Fame career. And that's Kyle Pitts. I think Kyle Pitts is a Hall of Fame tight end. I think this kid at the NFL level is going to be an absolute beast. Tony Gonzalez, um, the, the great Kellen Winslow Sr., just the great tight ends in the NFL. I think Kyle Pitts is going to be an absolute beast. And I think the Falcons, as Mel has him going at four, I think the Falcons have to snatch him up for Matt Ryan. I would think so. I mean, he's the favorite to go four overall. Uh, in in the order of the odds, it's Kyle Pitts, Trey Lance, Justin Fields, Panay Sewell. And let me tell you something. Panay Sewell might be the top three player in this entire draft that no one's talking about because he's an offensive lineman. But if you're just looking at best available player, after Trevor Lawrence, and you know, you talk about Kyle Pitts and Jamar Chase. Panay Sewell is going to be a guy that's going to be your left tackle for the next 10 years. Uh, you want to solidify an offensive line. Someone somewhere is getting a steal with him at wherever they take him because it's going to be, you know, a later pick. He's only minus 390 to be the first offensive lineman pick. Now I say only minus 390, but that's because I think it should be as high as, you know, whatever the Trevor Lawrence odds are, which are minus 10 grand or off the board to be the first overall selection. So I think if you're willing to lay the juice, Panay Sewell will be the first offensive lineman taken in this draft. Yeah, I'm, 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 again, I'm, for me, 
living in Vegas, uh, um, I'm anxious to see what the Raiders are going to do at 17. Um, they they need some help um, across the board, especially in their D-line. They can't get any pressure on the quarterback, which killed them last year. Um I'm anxious to see what they what they do at 17. I get the sneaky suspicion Mike Max is going to try to trade up, but we'll, we'll we'll see what happens. But I'm excited to watch it. I'm excited to see. Uh, uh, again, I'm excited to see who goes four through nine, and I'm really excited to see what team falls into the Trey Lance trap. Um, good kid. I think he. I think he. You know, Terrell Pryor Jr., another Ohio State quarterback that couldn't make it and became a wide receiver and had had an okay career. Um, so I'm anxious on that level to see what happens there. But enjoy the draft, my brother, and uh, we'll, we'll we'll come back and do another podcast on maybe Friday or Saturday and recap the draft and talk about some stuff for the weekend. Absolutely. Can't wait. Talk to you soon. All right, buddy. There he is, Brandon Lang. Uh, don't forget, you guys can subscribe, rate, and review the show wherever you get your podcasts from. And Uh, Be on the lookout because we're going to have more episodes coming out a little more frequently, kind of a relaunch here of this podcast with myself and Brandon Lang. Thanks so much for listening. Good luck in the first round of the NFL draft and throughout the weekend. Uh, Like Brandon said, we'll touch base with you over the weekend and get you some winners in uh, the NBA and Major League Baseball as well. I'm Scott Seidenberg for Brandon Lang. This is the football betting show for now, but... We'll see what happens in the coming weeks. I'll talk to you next time, everyone. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.